and welcome to the Men Up Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Christian Shabu, and we are back for episode two of a three-part series here, a podcast workshop series, maybe the first of its kind ever in the world. Uh, and certainly we have got two world-class, amazing people with us, back with us from the Men Up community leadership team, Matt and John. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Matt, how are you feeling? Chilling. 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 As, as you often are when we get on these meetings and these calls, you're often chilling which is good. John, how about yourself? Feeling good. Well, we are going to get into it. So like we started last episode, if you were with us, we're using these as not just conversation time on the podcast, like you'd normally be listening to a podcast, listening to folks in conversation here, certainly on the Men Up podcast, but also have it be a little bit of a workshop experience. So one of the things we love to do with Men Up is to take a moment to get grounded, get intentional about what we are here to do. So we're going to invite you all into what we're going to do here now together, which is take a moment, take a deep breath in and let it out. Another deep breath in and let it out. One more time. And just set an intention for yourself for how you want to show up in the next moments we have together on this episode, how you want to show up in your day going forward. Obviously, we're focused here on identifying ideas of manhood and masculinity that we want to shift and change for ourselves and for our society so that all of us can thrive. And we are sure that there are ways in which you can identify words, actions, ideas that you want to carry with yourself today to thrive for yourself and for others. So whatever that is, set that intention. And our intention here for episode two of this three-part series is adjustment. So if you're with us for episode one of this series, which if you haven't listened to it, if you want to go back at some point, that'd be great, was all about awareness. It's about gaining awareness around the ideas of manhood and masculinity that we have in our lives, where those came from, and how they might be challenging. Maybe there are some ways that there's some good that come from those ideas, but oftentimes there's a lot of challenge, a lot of disempowerment, a lot of toxicity. That's what we talked about in episode one of this series. And some of the work that we did was around an awareness inventory. So these are exercises that we are taking on too as we do these episodes. So Matt, John, I wanna to go to you first. After going through the awareness inventory, were there any ideas of manhood and masculinity or, or some of the work that you did, the awareness work you did that surprised you? Honestly, based on my feet, I wasn't exposed to things that surprised me, but I am getting the mix of what I would say is like positive masculine traits that are shown and toxic masculine traits that are shown. Like uh, one example would be this dude that was just telling the audience his idea of guys should stop giving attention and affection to their partners when they aren't feeling like they're being respected. Um, and another just being like a man and a woman working out together. It's just, it's, it's definitely an eye, an eye opener to like see what I'm exposed to daily for hours. Mm. The first example you gave there, Matt, I think it's pretty easy to see where that's problematic, right? Like the, the holding back, attention, emotions, positive energy, simply because you feel like you've been wronged, right? I, I think the shift we'd all 
argue for there is like to communicate, right? Like actually communicate if there's something wrong, if something has gone wrong. But the second example you gave that you were in your awareness on, I'm guessing like social media and media around you, this, this example of like a man and a woman exercising, what struck you as surprising? I think um, it, it was by Under Armour and like, I forget their slogan, but the idea was that like you do it together and it's, it's like, become stronger kind of um and whenever i hear the word stronger like especially in the context of a man without a shirt on like i don't think of another woman doing the same exercises as him you know what i mean so just the idea that a woman can do what a man can do it's uh it's positive i think really positive and and it sounds like is even an idea that as you saw that you know is maybe planting some positive seeds in your own mind around, oh, maybe I need to shift this idea that I've had in the past, right? And I, I think it's important for us to identify for ourselves here, but also for the audience that some of these ideas of manhood and masculinity and the reason why we create space for conversation is like, we get these ideas and we're not even aware of them, right? And, and it takes a moment to like actually step back and say like, what am I getting from the world around me? Once we get clear on that awareness, then it's about conversation, right? So John, I wanna go over to you based on some of the work that you did in the awareness inventory, was there anything that was surprising to you? I think you guys actually just summarized kind of my takeaway was that, you know, both parts of my upbringing and things I experienced in the past um, through various things ties directly into a lot of the media messages that I get about, you know, that definition of manhood and masculinity. And so the I think if anything, the inventory exercise helped me identify like, hey, this is things that I have in my past that are then supported by everyday media that then have become definitions for me where that's been some of the work I'm doing now is to unlearn that stuff or to change that and shift that. So I, I think it, it truly is just a, a broader awareness to all of that in that do I let that steer my path in life or do I want to kind of take control of that and put in the work to drive it myself? I'm hearing a real like decision point there, right? Like once you gain the awareness and it's like, okay, well now what do I want to do? And, and there's something you highlighted, John, that I think is so powerful, which is that we get these ideas from our own personal lived experience early on, but then they get reinforced, whether it's by other uh, interactions with folks in our lives that matter to us throughout our years or media or other things. And so, yeah, a lot of the unlearning is not just identifying the one moment or the one person that we got this idea from, but then like, oh my God, how are, how is this reinforced over and over? And, and what do I need to do to unlearn that and, and not have it be an, uh, an idea that I continue to have reinforced? I think for me doing this exercise, what was so powerful about it is a lot of times when I identify the folks that gave me my awareness of, of what kind of man I wanted to be. I often identify uh, my grandfather, my dad, and I often identify a lot of ways in which they showed up in a way that I would identify now as, as being problematic or disempowering or, or ideas of manhood and masculinity that are harmful, right? But I also negate a lot of the examples I got from other men in my life, my uncles, my stepdad, incredible guidance counselors and other folks who gave me some really incredible, empathetic, loving, nurturing examples of what being a man could be. And whether it's because of reinforcement, whether it's because I'd made a choice knowingly or unknowingly at a young age and have continued to reinforce 
those examples that are problematic. I focused more on those when I have examples that were actually like pretty great too. And so like doing this activity allowed me to see like, oh, I've had, I've had some examples, I've had some interactions, some moments that were actually things I should continue. And yet I've decided to focus on the negative. I think it's easy to highlight the negative in a lot of spaces. Um, and so doing an activity like this, where you have to pause and do some reflection helps you, like you said, highlight, highlight those potential positive other areas. And then if that's a person who's still in your life and they continue to demonstrate those positive um, attributes, is that a thing you can revisit, right? To, to gain that practice of like, what is it like to, to get those positive experiences over and over again? For sure. Good stuff. The shift or the reframe that we're offering here today is all about adjustment, right? And so in order to do that adjustment, one of the things we want to do is identify get specific about one of those ideas of manhood and masculinity that we think is disempowering, right? Well, maybe it's disempowering for us. Maybe we see it as disempowering for the people around us in our close proximity, or we see it as disempowering of greater society. Usually it's all three, uh, but we all engage at different levels with it. So uh, I want to start with you, Matt, like what is one of those ideas that is disempowering, right? That it feels like you want to make a change on, whether it's in your own personal life or more broadly want to make that change. The idea that in order to be a man, you have to be strong, right? Um, in, in all cases of the word, like you have, to, you have to embody strength. And then like a lot of the times we use that strength to intimidate um, whoever doesn't have the same or share the same uh, views or beliefs that we have. I think that that idea, me for me personally and for the world, I think that does need to change. Just to follow up there, Matt, like why does it matter to you so much? Like those ideas of of strength and how those manifest and how they can be challenging. Why why does it matter to you to make that change in your own life and for the broader community? I pride myself on my empathy, you know. Um, so when I think of the idea that like I'm using one advantage that I have over somebody else. It's completely disempowering um, to any other person who isn't in control of that situation. Um, and I would like, I, I could imagine like that would, that would be terrible. So flexing a lot of that empathy muscle that you have not to lean into the strength metaphor too much there. Right. But that like, it is a muscle, right? Like this, this idea of practicing empathy, right. Uh, is really something that as you do it over time, I think gets stronger. John, what about for you? What is one of the ideas of manhood and masculinity that, that you see that is disempowering and that you want to make a shift on? Yeah. Uh, one that resonates for me personally is the, is this idea of being product productive and uh, in my activity, I kind of labeled it as a work ethic kind of thing. Um, and that stems from my upbringing and stuff is what triggered that for me. But the idea that we, I always have to be productive is something that impacts me even till this day. Um, where like, if I finish one thing, I'm always looking for the next thing and it has to be something that feels productive. Um, and the, this is disempowering to on multiple levels, right? That, that idea of having that mindset of always being productive and looking for that next thing le leaves little space for self-reflection for true relationship building or deeper relationship building for 
being the, a better family person, right? Like you're just looking for that next fix of what is going to help me to, or make me think I'm being productive. Um, and it, it always seems like you're, there has to be some output to that, but that output, like it, it should be okay to just do reflection and work on yourself. And that it would, and that in itself is productive, right? Like you're, you're improving yourself. Why does that matter, John, right? Like shifting it for yourself, for your own life, for the you know family and people around you, shifting those ideas of productivity and always having to be productive, but for the greater community too, why, why would that matter? If we've seen nothing else in the last year and a half, given the pandemic and whatnot, like taking that time to slow down a little bit and actually give yourself some space if it at least gives you an opportunity to do something else, right? Whether it is self-reflection, whether it's read a book <laughs> with self-improvement of some kind, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however you want to go about it, but, but making that space is a thing. So if you can stop, if you can break the cycle of just being productive all the time, then you can open up some space for, for those other activities that, should be considered just as important, um, but normally they're not, I guess, or or generally they're not in the in the spirit of this manhood and masculinity discussion. You know, one of the things we talk a lot about this team here over the last couple of months, but but I think generally do with men up is that a lot of this work is about finding balance, right? And I think for me, one of the ideas around manhood and masculinity that I, I've learned and has been reinforced over the years is this idea of uh, not showing or sharing when I'm hurt, right? Like you can never show weakness when you're hurt physically, emotionally. And, and that's one that I think shows up in my everyday life and, and in really challenging ways, and which is why I want to make a change, right? Because I think that there are times when, when I don't share, uh, when I've been hurt, right? And, and particularly with people that I love and care about. And I, I think would actually value the fact of acknowledging that, oh, I was hurt by this thing and being in conversation that like, that just creates like negative energy. It creates tension. It creates hardship. It creates miscommunication more broadly. I think it's important, right. For, for us to acknowledge if you're somebody who identifies as a man, right. Like to identify like, oh, there are things that can hurt us in the world. We are not invincible. We are not superheroes, right. All these kind of things, which I think are ideas of manhood and masculinity that have been pervasive. And I think harmful, particularly to men in my own life, but then also like, it's part of like the conversation around like how ideas of manhood and masculinity are harmful to people in general. Right. And so I think this idea of like, acknowledging harm um, or acknowledging hurt and pain is is a really important one for me. Well, gentlemen, really appreciate, uh, again, the vulnerability. We just, you know, I think become even more vulnerable as these uh, workshop episodes go along. And, and we're asking that of the audience here too. So shout out to y'all who are listening, who are sticking with us, who are maybe questioning and bringing awareness to yourself around manhood and masculinity and how that shows up in your life but now really doing some work to make some adjustments, right? So we are going to get into the game time activities. You can check those out on themenup.com. We'll also have a little bit here after the conversation with Matt and John that will detail the exercise a little bit more. But again, John, Matt, really appreciate y'all. And we got one more episode together. So it'd be real great to bring y'all back and move from adjustment to action. 
So we started this pod shop building off of the awareness inventory, where we uncovered the ideas of masculinity and manhood that are all around us. Now we're going to move from awareness to adjustment with the adjustment statement exercise. This exercise, which will take you about 30 to 60 minutes to complete, focuses on choosing one idea of manhood and masculinity that you see and experience in your daily life that you want to make a change on. Through this exercise, you'll get clear on all of the ways the idea impacts the people in your life, from your coworkers, to young people you're a role model for, to your significant other, to yourself. You'll also get clear on why making a change matters to you. In order to make a change, it is vital for us to be clear on the change we're wanting to make and why it matters. And this is why we're making adjustment statements. Remember to check out the printable worksheet on themenup.com. And remember that this is episode and exercise two of three. So if you need to go back to episode one, do that. And if you're ready for episode three, then stick with us. Let's go.